0: What up, internet? Welcome back to another episode of Nerdy Nomicron. This is episode six. I am your host, Alex, a.k.a. Snurfing, and joining me, as always, my veritable pantheon of homies, I got Ryan Synthetic. How you doing, buddy?
1: I'm doing good. How about you guys?
0: I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. And also joining us, natural sweetness, natural sugar, Oliver, the vonstrosity.
2: How you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm doing good, thanks. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, I guess on today's docket, we're going to top the show, as always, with What If, Episode 8. A fucking crazy episode, if I do say so myself. Uh, we're going to talk about the upcoming Mario movie, maybe a little bit of Free Guy, and from there, it could open up to just about anything. But, uh, yeah, let's get this shit started. What If, Episode 8. Holy shit. Yeah, that's an <laughs> <not laughs> <good>. Before we <laughs> get into anything, I just want to
1: say, Ollie, you... You called this shit, like, on the nose last episode when we were recording.
0: Don't
2: give him credit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to. I gotta give him credit what it is due. He called this shit so hard.
2: Yeah, what Dude. What did I say again? It was, was about... Say, can
1: we
0: recall what he said?
2: Yeah.
1: What? Was um, it about... So, we were... Uh, I brought up the fact that there was, like, a a storyline in the comics that Ultron basically just kills everyone. And then you came up with the idea that because we saw him at the end of that one episode where he comes through the portal with all the stones, that that was going to segue us into, uh, like, a storyline that they would build on in future episodes, which they did. 100%.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he came from a different universe, too, so... Yeah,
0: well, exactly. No, any monkey could have seen this coming. To... <laughs> I don't know any monkeys. <laughs> no, no. I'll give it to you, Ollie. Right on the money, man. Holy shit!
2: Finally, yeah. So, so they are gonna make this into one cohesive story. They're gonna, I guess, end game it with what if a different take on on. That's the... what it's.
0: That's what it's looking like. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I mean, okay. My my thought process was I had a, a good feeling that they were going to tie all these episodes together, but I thought it was with second parts to each of these episodes, with maybe a little crossover. I didn't expect them to be like, "No, nah, we're gonna we're building a whole other mini MCU right here, where we're gonna take uh-huh. everybody's stories and pull them together." Yeah, yeah, through the through the multiverses. Like I that I wasn't expecting that to happen. So that was a very pleasant and mind-blowing experience for me.
2: Yeah, yeah. Definitely. It's a, yeah, it's a surprise and I mean it makes sense at the end of that one Thor episode as well when the watcher saw Ultron coming in and was surprised and Alex you said it that he he looked pretty surprised by it. Like he didn't yeah. see it coming. Mm-hmm. And now we know that it's that I guess he did see it coming, but he just is starting to see the ramifications of of this one universe starting to affect others. Right. I also and think I... it's really
1: cool to note that uh, I didn't notice this um, until this uh, past episode. But from episode one until eight, uh, we progressively see the Watcher getting closer and closer to the actual scenes. Um, in like episode one, we see him as essentially like um, just stars in a silhouette out in the universe. And then he progressively gets closer and closer to the scenes that's happening. Um, Like in the last episode, he was uh, sort of just hovering over uh, a mountain watching uh, things happen between Thor and Captain Marvel. And then in this episode, we finally see him sort of get thrown into the fray. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I'm really curious what other episodes are going to connect into this. I wonder if all of them or if just a few key ones that I've personally felt like have an open ending to them, like the zombie episode. And the
1: one episode that I didn't expect uh, for any sort of like um, continuation was one of the ones that we actually did get a continuation on in this episode, uh, which was the Dr. Strange one.
2: Yeah, Yeah, Dr. Armani is back. Yeah, that was that
1: really caught me off guard. I was not expecting to see him.
2: Yeah, so so Ultron now um symbolizes an unstoppable force and Dr. Armani is um an immovable object because he's trapped in his universe. So we are exactly. literally seeing an immovable object facing an unstoppable force. So I'm I'm curious to see how this is going to go forward if he's going to assemble a team or they're just going to universe hop or something like that.
0: Oh, I don't even know. But this this version of Doctor Strange is incredibly powerful. Oh, yeah. Because he spent, yeah,
2: like, a like, like
0: hundred years eating demons and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do
1: you guys think, though, that he, like, in a, a one-on-one fight, how do you think he holds up to this current Ultron and What If series, though? I don't think he takes him on as Strange?
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean... Look, if Uatu the Watcher couldn't really stand his full ground, I, I don't think Strange himself could either. That you would, you would need a team up for this one.
2: Yeah, but Strange also heard the Watcher. That's something he has in common with Ultron. So I feel like they are pretty up there in power because they both could <laughs> see beyond their observable universe um mm-hmm. but i kind of agree with ryan I th- um with what you said about um i don't think he really holds a candle to ultron i, th- I still think ultron with the infinity stones beats dr strange as he is um but i agree I, I- like i'm expecting them to assemble like a team like i think it's definitely going to be um what is his name zemo and uh black widow they're gonna join in here zemo? I think. okay why well, so is why are you
1: yeah we're we oh,
2: sorry think, uh, not zemo what go? uh what was the um the a i guy the analog a i that they got in this episode his name wasn't oh zemo.
0: No. <laughs> no Zola Zola, Zola. yeah Zola. Zola. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah that's that's who i meant to say, but anyways yeah. they're definitely gonna be part of the squad i think oh totally. and then and then i i i personally think we're we still um haven't seen enough of the zombie universe i think um I think that would be a... I mean, they introduced the Infinity Stones at the end there with Thanos, zombie Thanos, coming to Wakanda, right? Yes. So I don't know. I just I just think that that would be a great way to level the playing field.
0: Uh, well, let's be real. Live Thanos didn't even stand a fucking second. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He just turned, looked at him, and then like, flip! <laughs> Lasered him from fucking pretty much lips to anus, and uh, (laughs) just right in half. In in a split second. Like, those stones (laughs) didn't do shit. Thanos couldn't do fuck all to protect... Like, where was that in the MCU? Could Vision have taken Thanos like that? That's a good point. I mean, I guess he could have.
1: Like, there is no difference between Ultron Vision and regular Vision at that current state until he gets the Infinity Stones from Thanos.
2: Speaking of which, what are we calling this version of Ultron? Just... Ultron or it, Ultra Vision?
0: Ultra, I think Ultra Vision was the coin term. Yeah. Ultravision. So. Okay. Yeah, I'll okay. take Ultra Vision.
2: Yeah, that sounds cool.
0: And, you know, thinking back now, that's the one thing we don't actually, we never got to see in the MCU was Vision go toe to toe with Thanos. Really? Yeah, that's right. No, the
1: only time that they really ever interacted was when he was thanos already getting one to destroy him. the <laughs> stone yeah and he was already like he wasn't even fighting at that point he, they were just trying to get rid of the last stone
0: yeah he was injured he was he was fucked so would he have been able to go toe to toe with the power of the mind stone against thanos honestly in in the MCU i don't think so yeah. i think he would have lost did you hear, did you hear my duck? yep yeah, <laughs> Yep. i <laughs> did okay um I'm not wrong yeah give me give me a second you guys yep. second. we'll just give us some yeah, silence sure. here oh, so you guys can... keep going yeah keep going yeah oh, okay. okay
2: yeah so um yeah i agree thanos um i think thanos would beat vision um like have we really seen vision in combat a whole lot in the mcu i mean there was civil war where he was involved in that and then there was um what was it, infinity war where he was trying to protect wanda but aside from that i'd i can't recall if we've actually seen vision and his like combat prowess
1: yeah is it never gone to like his fullest extent i think the yeah. closest we've probably seen to that in the mcu is probably when he fights um the uh like vision clone in wanda vision yeah and again like it's only for oh. a minute or two and then they uh get to talking and um like resolve the the problem with the ai and whatever but that was what I would say is the extent of what we've seen from him in the actual MCU. Well, don't don't discount Age of Ultron. Oh Why yeah, do you really do an Age of Ultron though. Like he, well, he, just you know, he the, um...
0: Ultron. <laughs> <laughs> he fought stuff. He punched things and Vision lasered them. But, but he has like for like, a few but times.
2: But he never <laughs> showed us
1: anything that Iron Man couldn't do.
2: Yeah. And exactly.
1: That's that's what I didn't like about that movie, and not to mention the fact that they completely fucked up Ultron, and we now see that like we have a real Ultron in the MCU with the What If series. Yeah. Um, which is I think is a really good thing that they uh sort of fixed that character. But I I just I don't think that uh Vision showed anything um from that point onwards to tell us that he would have been a match for either Ultron or Thanos. Mm.
2: Yeah, I agree. We, we just haven't seen enough of it. And I mean, who knows going forward if we'll see a whole lot of vision, but uh, I suspect we'll see him to some capacity, but I don't think they've established him well as like a prominent fighter yet.
1: Yeah, I agree. Like I and... don't think lifting Thor's hammer consider is a feat that's... Uh... Would put him above that because he could just be worthy. He doesn't necessarily have to be strong in order to wield it.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's yes, true. but he, he, whosoever shall wield the hammer, wields the power of Thor. So, that's Thor,
2: Thor vision.
0: Well, no, that's
2: <laughs> on, um,
0: that's that's a very. I didn't, I didn't. nail the inscription, but that's the inscription on the. Yeah, no, no, on, yeah. <laughs> on the hammer, which means he would also then gain the power of Thor, not just his own power.
1: That's true, but I see it in like what we saw in Endgame, where Cap gets the hammer and he can use lightning, but it's really like it. it it's not. Uh, it's not to the same effect, even close to the same effect that Thor would have had even before Ragnarok. Like right. I, I found that there was a noticeable difference in the uh, like capacity of which Cap was able to use the uh, powers of the hammer.
0: Well, we couldn't make Cap too powerful, right? He's Captain America.
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: It was it was still. more than enough to know that he could actually wield the damn thing. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And that still ah still gives me goosebumps every time. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just going to say every time. It still gives me the chills. <laughs> <laughs> Like, still brings a tear to my eye every time when it, when it pans over, and he just whoonk, gets the hammer, and I'm like, oh, oh, man. Yes! <laughs> yeah.
1: But, every like, with- I, just, I hear the cheering in my head from the theater every time that scene happens. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's I didn't crazy. get a full theater to see it. When we went to see it, there weren't that many people. I was the one making noise. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's cool, Your own personal experience, though. Yeah, I guess
0: but I mean, I don't know what the reaction of like the six to 10 other people in the theater was. They're probably like, what is this guy doing? (laughs) (laughs) But
2: with this, um, with this ultra vision, what one thing I was curious about with his destruction of his universe is he didn't pick up any other weapons along the way. So is the infinity stones really like the ultimate thing? Like, is there, is there not something else that people can use to fight against the infinity stones? I don't
1: know. That's what I was thinking too, because like we saw them downplayed so hard in Loki, and then in the What If series, like they are far more powerful, at least seemingly, than what we saw even when Thanos was wielding them.
2: Yeah, yeah, like like the
1: fact that he could go and move to another universe and then continue to assimilate and take over just because he had the infinity stones, and once he finished with his universe he started to feel the presence of the watcher and then he understood that there was it was a multiverse it wasn't just the universe
2: mm-hmm. yeah so like is he just going to want to pick up some more stones or is, is he literally just going to go wiping out every universe with what he has already and and like i'm just i'm just curious what people can do against the infinity stones like infinity what? stones aren't the most powerful thing in the marvel universe are they
1: no are they i i wouldn't say so i mean like as an object potentially but as a being i would say probably not um that said though we did see a comparable feat to galactus when he took a bite out of a galaxy so who knows maybe maybe they did put him on like uh a level similar to like a celestial or something like that. Hmm. But I also think it is kind of weird that he didn't pick up any of the infinity stones from the other universes, which leads me to believe that that's probably how uh, they're going to approach um, like building the team and fighting him in sort of the same way that end game had them running around um, essentially like a heist movie looking for um, the infinity stones. I think we're going to see that in just uh, a different universe and then they'll confront Ultron um, and it'll be like all 12 infinity stones from two different universes.
2: <laughs> well, that's why I think they're, they're going to what they're going to revisit the zombie universe because Thanos is there mm. and he's, he's a zombie. Like they can take him like no problem compared to real Thanos with this. stone.
1: actually, and isn't that the only one that we've seen a full collection of the other infinity stones yeah. in uh, what if so far?
0: Yes. Yeah,
2: so I hope it's not like a red herring situation, but I think that that's where they're going with it. That's why they 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 showed that at the end of the episode because it's open. That's do you a, think the stones? Really
0: idea. Do you think the stones stack in power if you collect a second set? <laughs> well That's what I'm thinking.
2: Yeah. Well, like and especially, then, like,
0: where do you stop then? Do you just can, just start make going from universe to universe and collecting each set?
2: I guess until Loki and the Timekeepers or and whatever make, come like, after a you, suit
0: of armor. I like infinite amount of universes infinite amount of infinity stones what do you guys think of
1: kang actually coming and uh being the one to stop ultron because we've seen that he obviously has the power to nullify infinity stones
2: well that was one thing that i was actually curious if if they're ever gonna do like some kind of um not a cameo but like a nod towards the what if series um in any of the future movies or whatever just because like, right. this is clearly an Ultron that can like time hop, like not time hop, but multiverse hop. So mm-hmm. and if they're introducing the multiverse, then like, I don't think it would be too out of the way to find a way to bring Ultron back in that capacity, um, maybe nerfed or something like that. But um, I I think, I don't know, whatever they're doing with Kang, I'd imagine he's a bigger threat than Thanos with the Infinity Stones. So I'd be willing to bet that he could take this ultra vision on. Do
0: you think that they would weave Kang into what if?
1: I'm almost thinking they will just because now that they've sort of tied every universe that we've seen together, um, I just I just see that like the potential of the TVA um and kang existing to some extent within this uh is just it just seems inevitable to me at this point
2: yeah i think as soon as like a movie comes out or there's a property that introduces a new character i think it's going to be fair game for at least what if to um riff on Mm -hmm. um but with them introducing the multiverse like I think they're going to want to keep things straightforward for, you know, the general fans and not try to tie in too much with the TV shows and and other things. But um, I think that it's something that can definitely happen. I just and wish I would like people would
1: watch the shows. Like, it is part of the MCU. <laughs> just watch them.
0: Yeah, but so was... Uh... Agents of Shield for a while, and then they mixed all that. Out, yeah, so. yeah, that's true. Well, to be
2: fair, Agents of Shield was nowhere on the level of like this. Like they couldn't even use Hydra until like season three, and it was called <laughs> like Centipede or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was Centipede. I'm pretty sure is what it was. Yeah, no, I can't and say it was
0: ever really one to. I wasn't really big into Agents of Shield. I tried to watch it, and it really wasn't for me. Same. Yeah,
2: it was. It was kind of soapy um a lot of the storylines kind of droned on and whatnot i i wouldn't say it was too great
1: right yeah i would almost compare it to like some of the newer arrowverse shows in the dc um universe right now where they're they're not bad they're just like they're too slow it doesn't feel like they actually um want to focus on the heroes they more so want to focus on the drama surrounding them it's not really <laughs> my thing yeah
0: i was gonna say who's into that definitely not me
1: yeah i'm i liked the i think the first two seasons of arrow and then after that uh it just i don't know they changed like it it just wasn't the same show
2: yeah they they kind of took too too much out of the page of the fans uh fan fiction and whatnot and yeah they just they ruined that show after a while but i agree season one and two were the best when it actually focused on the story
0: definitely you know not much out of that run the whole berlanti verse so arrow supergirl uh flash i didn't really care for much of any of it it was I really like... i found it was really campy and too yeah. light yeah. For, for dc stories dc stories are they're dark not all yeah. ones, grants me, but like dc is definitely the more grim comic universe when you compare it to marvel marvel as far as i'm concerned is all sunshine and rainbows <laughs> yeah um as, as compared to dc uh but we don't Definitely. get to see a whole lot of that
2: well arrow no, season the, well, sorry go on
1: no I, I was actually about to say the exact same thing like huh. arrow season one and two is good for that but
2: yeah past
1: that point like once they started making the other shows they really fell off of that yeah uh, like actually having a similar mood and uh theme to what we normally see in like comics and the animated properties from dc
2: well there was there was one season of the flash that had the thinker um as the main villain and i felt that season was pretty dark as well as the season that had um i think it was season two that had um uh, reverse not reverse flash um Zoom, other is other flash <laughs> yeah there's, like there's so there's many so of many them. them so many fucking <laughs> yeah like, <that. laughs> like there i think there was like one or two flash seasons that were that were a little bit dark but yeah i agree those the berlanti um uh wasn't wasn't the best for for dc
0: And don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to shit all over the Berlanti-verse. It's, from what I've seen, it's well-written. It's just, it's too, it's too light. I don't like the light.
2: Well, it's all because it's on CW, right? And CW is is 100% just, like, teenage Um, drama.
0: Have you not seen The 100? The 100 was, uh... Well, The 100 started off, The
2: 100 started off as a teenage drama. Like... That was dark
0: as fuck, though.
2: It was dark as fuck. And it got darker, especially with season two um but the best thing they did with
1: that show was selling (laughs) it to netflix
2: yeah yeah that's true yeah the the 100 is definitely one that stands out but for the majority for for the most part the cw is just teen drama so can't really expect too much uh good storytelling from that
0: has the cw always been like that as far
1: as i know yeah yeah i can't really think of too many of their shows that that yeah, weren't like extended for the sake of just making money like yeah it, it seems obvious in the case of the flash where they're just continuing to make it just because it still brings in cash Shots and then fire. like well Is honestly, it still it it's still going on slow yeah it's, it's still going on and what season that's what are they on like about it i think like eight or nine or something like that wow I don't know I just every now and then I see the like new episodes thing under the uh, Netflix thumbnail
2: on it Thank oh you. yeah it is coming to Netflix now that's right yeah huh well I used to been re- on
0: Netflix for a little while now yeah that's true so. just
2: I just didn't know that the new seasons were were showing up right away on mm. Netflix but I used to really love that show I watched it from like maybe seasons one through five but then once they got to the Cicada villain, I just kind of fell off with it. It just didn't feel like the pacing was all off. Um, yeah. And, and like you said, it's pretty campy. <laughs> uh,
0: well, what are you going to do? Uh, you know, uh, that's not to say that Marvel can't get dark. I think the darkest I've seen Marvel was like the the Netflix series. Yeah, that's oh, true. Yeah. Uh, with the, with the, the exception of Iron Fist, which were just... <laughs> fuck that show uh, <laughs> but like daredevil was dark as hell jessica jones super dark and and luke cage was like medium dark
2: mm-hmm. yeah yeah i especially i think they it nailed daredevil.
0: Oh, daredevil. oh sorry and then the punisher and the punisher was oh like yeah dark incarnate <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah they they nailed it with daredevil and punisher i think that they oh, did yeah. those series perfectly
0: yeah I, i'm kind of hoping they keep the punisher around and i really do hope they keep john bernthal as the punisher i think that was a really good role for him yeah oh yeah for it yeah Fucking a. and we've strayed so far from what if <laughs> i know i don't <laughs> even know how we got here Um and we're not gonna know unless we listen listen back on this uh, yeah that's, that's true <laughs> um i don't even know where we left off on what if yeah i don't Ooh. either
1: yeah i'm not sure
0: Uh, Okay, well then, fuck it. Uh, Conclusion predictions? Where uh, where do we see this going?
2: Um, I kind of think that they're not really going to continue this um, for the majority of the season. I think we're going to see every second episode maybe coming back to this UltraVision. Oh. Um, Because one thought that I've had was that, you know, at the the end of the Thor episode when the Watcher sees UltraVision show up to that Thor party universe, yeah. Um. And he was surprised, but we 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 know that he knew it was coming because Ultron, Ultravision, first came to the Watcher before he jumped to another universe. So, Correct. Yeah. So, in my my thought is that there's multiple storylines happening at once that the Watcher is watching, and he's kind of like fractionating his mind in a way to observe everything. So, okay. I kind of see them writing in a few other episodes that don't necessarily tie into UltraVision just yet, but might later Mm. on or, you know. So I think we'll have another few, like, one-off episodes in the mix of continuing the story. That's what I expect.
1: Okay, so do you think that they're going to go and, uh, like, focus on characters that we haven't seen yet, Uh, like, in preparation for building the team, just not really, like, presenting it as more like a one-off thing, like they did with the first... Uh, like seven episodes
2: yeah yeah i you know we haven't seen anything about the guardians of the galaxy Mm -hmm. um jung chi is also in the mix now um though i don't really expect them to touch on him for a little while um i wish they would but
1: i agree i don't think they will for a bit
2: yeah um but yeah mostly i think the guardians of the galaxy they haven't really touched on they also haven't done like um oh i guess they have done an iron man episode um but they haven't done a captain america episode aside from um the first episode but it Mm -hmm. it wasn't our steve rogers right i'd like to see more of of our steve rogers that we know um so yeah i don't know i just think there's more more at least one-off stories to tell that you don't know how how they tie in until maybe they're tied in later on in the season or in season two for another storyline.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but yeah, I just, I just don't see it going completely in the direction of an ultra vision story right now, but I could be wrong because they seem to have ramped it up in the last few episodes.
1: Right. Ryan, what do you think? I mean, I sort of agree. I, I think that they'll probably not continue this saga for like the entire rest of season one of what if, um, but I do also kind of feel like they left it in a weird place where if we were to just jump to a different timeline, different characters, um, it it would just, it would almost feel weird. Like they're intentionally doing it just to delay um, whatever they're going to put out to continue this story. And I would almost like to see maybe the next two episodes be a continuation of this until it's resolved. And uh, then they move on to more one-off storylines. But right. Honestly, I just I just want to see this story continue in some way, but I don't want to see the entirety of what if taken up by this storyline.
2: Well, yeah, that's my other thought too. Is like I don't see because this is this is what a sixteen episode season. Yeah. I don't I don't see them continuing this Ultravision storyline for like five episodes. You know. Well, right. Yeah.
0: Because then it then it, it takes away from being a what if series.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think I think we're maybe gonna see like two more. But that's as much as I'd, I'd predict.
0: Yeah. What do you think, Alex? No, I'm, I'm definitely uh, in agreement with, with both of you. Um, I, I feel like it makes more sense to still have a few other what-if episodes uh, and then tie them all together. Or don't tie them all together. That's, uh, that's yeah. entirely up to them. But uh, as I had previously stated, it really would take away from it being a what-if comic series show if you start just putting it all together in one story Mm -hmm. or making sorry making the rest of the season about these events because then you you lose the you you lose the stories of of whatever else is going on in the what if universe right definitely i'm good for them bringing it all together and and definitely having a story out of this like we're definitely we've already seen uh trailers and and whatnot of of all these characters fighting together so like we know it's going to come we know it's going to happen but i really hope they don't just dedicate these last that was episode eight so there's eight more episodes these last eight episodes to just this story
2: i think it would drone on especially for the the type of medium that this is
0: oh totally yeah I also think that they
1: would cause more plot holes for themselves that they would inevitably have to go back and try and fill if they did just make the rest of this a continuation. And I would really, I I wouldn't like to see that because I do like being able to see um, all these characters and different portrayals of them and stuff like that. But if we just see another Avengers team come together against Ultron, it's not necessarily anything new. But I would still, I I would like to see them just develop other characters before uh they get too heavy into full-on storylines right
2: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah just I'd, I'd like some kind of acknowledgement of what's going on in the what if with this ultra vision in the mcu i think that would be interesting
1: you guys think we'll ever see the watcher like actually portrayed in the mcu i think we've seen him once before in a cameo with stan lee but i don't think we've ever seen yeah him in- you're
0: right and he—that was with—he was with a group of watchers. And the running running theory is that Stan Lee himself was a watcher. And right. That's why he's he's in so many different places, uh, in mm. spread throughout the entire oh. MCU. So, and, and then
1: some. I There's this think about uh, that. character in the Marvel comics called the One Above All, and uh, this character is essentially like the reader and the writer. It's like an omnipotent, like, force within the multiverse that uh, is, I guess, considered the most powerful character in in Marvel Comics just because uh, it is quite literally the reader. It's a a fourth wall break um, to a point where uh, the character is actually able to alter things that happen in the storyline or, like, write out things that happen in the storyline. And I've seen comparisons from that scene. Saying that Stan Lee could potentially be some incarnate of this character, right? Um, like as basically as we saw the Watcher in the first uh, couple episodes of What If, where he's just sort of existing there around them and not really having any parts to play, but still being within the confines of the multiverse that we can
0: actually see. Mm. Pretty strong being too that Watcher. Oh yeah, and it oh, was really cool. I saw that, uh, that fight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he, like, just fucking gets all the armor on. Oh, Yeah, that was sick. i yeah, really the... using the
1: animation to the fullest extent for some of these fight scenes. It's really nice to see them be able to just um, not have to hold anything back because of, like, budgeting reasons and stuff like that.
0: <laughs> no, because they've got that Disney money. <laughs> yeah,
1: mm-hmm. They certainly do, and it's far easier to make big-scale battles when it's fully animated versus CGI.
0: Yes. Yes, I feel like it is. True. Yeah. Any any closing thoughts?
2: No, I just wanted to comment on that one scene where um, uh, with Hawkeye falling into the Ultron um, minions. Oh, or the whatever. sacrifice
0: play. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I, I felt like that was kind of a nod to the whole. Uh, what is it? Not Vormir, but um, what was yes. the planet? Vormir. Vormir? Vormir. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, I thought so, that was like a whole nod to that. No,
1: How you yeah. bring that up? I actually uh, forgot, I wanted to talk about this, but when we see Thanos come through the portal uh, in this episode, he has the other five Infinity Stones, but yep. we also saw Gamora get killed by Ultron along with the Guardians when they attacked, so who did he sacrifice for the Soul Stone?
2: Oh, maybe in this universe it was well, Nebula. And, and where did he get all the
0: rest of the Stones? Yeah, because most of them would have still been on Earth, right? Like at least
1: yeah. uh, the Time Stone would have been on Earth. I mean, he has the Mind Stone. Vision is the Mind Stone, obviously, but wouldn't mm-hmm. the uh, uh, what is it? This what the one that's in the Tesseract? that one the, should uh, still space. be on Earth at that point? Yeah, space? I think so. That's
0: the Space Stone, yeah.
2: Yeah, space would have been on Earth. I think. Um, I think it would just be the Aether and the Power Stone that were not on Earth.
0: Right, yeah. is, I don't. Where'd they put the aether?
2: I thought it was in.
0: Um, Did Tavon also have the aether at the in his collection?
2: Um, no. Th- the aether was in the Frost Giants' kingdom. I thought of Jotunheim. Yeah, mm-hmm. I th- I think I don't, I wrote don't wrote it it to
0: remember. I've I've kind of yeah. I'm remember I'm yeah. quite <laughs> certain at the end of Dark World they bring the aether to Tivon in a post credit scene. I'm almost positive. I remember the Warriors three. For sure and, and Lady Sif bring it to to Vaughn.
2: You know what? I think you're okay. right. I think I remember that too. So but both I, it's been so both
0: long. the Aether and the Power Stone are in nowhere. Yes. Well shit. Yeah. Huh. So Well that's two, but what about the other the other three? Tesseract, I guess, I guess has guess, been on well, Earth since the fourth. Yeah, well
2: well we didn't really so yeah, one thing I want to comment on is Ultron wasn't aware that there was a set. It doesn't seem like that anyways, like ultravision. No. Like mm-hmm. he just he just he already had the mind stone he knew that it was some kind of powerful object and then thanos shows up where we don't even know if thanos has already scoured the earth before coming to him probably to you know get some more power before he faces somebody well, who actually knows how to use one of the stones
0: you'd think on ultravisions Path of destruction across the entire planet that they would cross paths. Yeah, you would think
1: so, or at least like when you had a power surge of five Infinity Stones coming through a portal, like he would probably pick up on that. Having a Mind Stone in his head,
0: well, right, he should have been able to feel that. We've already seen in the MCU, mm-hmm. that the Mind Stone can not communicate or commune. I think is the best word. Um, mm-hmm. with with the other Stones, it can feel the presence. So, like, yeah, yeah, that yeah. would
1: also be how Thanos found him in the first place and teleported like literally right in front of him he right. would have been able to sense the power of the mind stone so many questions
2: yeah i think it was mostly just plot device for the sake of the the episode that thanos already had them i don't yeah. know if they're ever going to if we're ever going to figure out properly i think it was just the just to show just to speed things up you know and be like hey yeah so Thanos got the stones, because like I said in a previous episode that we were talking about, I think one of the, the, um, uh, what's the word, the standard or the, uh, anyways, there's always somebody <laughs> who collects the stones on Earth at some point. I think oh, that's, that's just. Funny.
1: Yeah, like it, when you were saying in the, one of the previous episodes, how it's just like a fixed point in the timeline.
2: They're, yeah, they, ex- it is exactly. a constant. A constant. Yeah. yeah Thank that's, you. Yeah i'm not even high this episode and i can't (laughs) but yes it's 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 a constant and somebody always collects them so i think that was their way of just showing like hey somebody always comes for the stones and Ultron just happens to have beaten the guy to get them and i think they just you know we're we're gonna leave it at that and it's not necessarily a plot hole but it's not not one too you know
0: that's fair Right. right all right well I think we spent enough time on uh, on episode eight of "What If" and whatever the fuck else we tangent off on to. Yeah, DC, what, DC? <laughs> Yeah, what a what a crazy huh. session that was. Um, let's uh, let's get this moving on a little bit here, though, because we're already at like forty fucking minutes. <laughs> and it's funny though. We were, we were saying like. How how long do you think it would take us to, to cover this? And I think the, the running thing was oh twenty, thirty minutes. No, we're we could still keep <laughs> going if Yeah. If I don't oh, I, yeah. if I don't put a, put a stop to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. There'll be plenty to talk about come next episode, um, seeing wherever episode nine goes.
2: Mm-hmm. So they're not gonna do any kind of hiatus, right?
0: Not as far as I, I know,
2: but yeah, okay, no, good. because
0: uh Bad Batch was was a straight run. So I'm assuming that uh, they'll probably just continue to go through it until it's done. Okay. That's I good hope
2: so. I, I hate it when shows go on hiatus just for the sake of it. Oh yeah, definitely.
0: Um, So there's going to be a Mario movie and you know, <laughs> it's funny. We briefly talked about this last episode and we said we were going to come back to it and we never came back to it. That sounds Shameful. like that. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess we should, we can, we can take the opportunity here to kind of, Kind of talk about this. So this was revealed at what was it? Nintendo Direct.
2: I think so. Something
0: Something which for which for us was like last week. For you listeners, this will be several weeks ago. Um, by the time you get to this this episode online. Um, but yeah, Nintendo Direct. They revealed that there is going to be a Mario movie, another Mario movie, because there's already been a Super Mario Brothers movie. We could talk about that in a bit, but um. I think what, what got me the most on this one is casting. Absolutely. I did Thanks. not expect Chris Pratt to play Mario. Yeah, yeah I and I was say you're agrees. definitely not
1: alone there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't have been my first choice as a casting, but I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe his... Uh... His audition was just a lot better than
0: we think it was. Do you think he auditioned or do you Yeah, just that's what I'm like, wondering. You know, I'd Chris really Pratt, know, he could do he was that Lego guy once, he could do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Twice. Sorry, there was two Lego movies, but I mean like that one time he was a Lego guy. Oh, and nothing's gonna be such a rat. weird
1: movie though like i not even just his casting choice i think the majority of them are a little strange
0: well we've got what anya taylor joy is princess peach for those of you who don't know who she is if any of you have seen or heard of the queen's gambit uh on netflix there uh netflix not a sponsor um i've never watched the the queen's gambit uh, not my thing my wife watched it she said it was really good uh, and she seems to be a pretty good uh actress this anya taylor joy so um i i think you could throw just about anybody into princess peach because it's it's princess peach you yeah not need anything special
2: for that it was uh she was also in the new mutants i don't know if you guys caught that movie
0: i have not um, seen the new mutants yet I, I, yeah, I need to i need to get get on it
2: right wasn't it, it wasn't great i'll leave it at that <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Seems to
0: be the general consensus it wasn't great but uh that doesn't mean it was terrible it just means it wasn't great. Yeah, would you say, <laughs> say worth a watch or Uh and it takes place in the X-Men universe?
2: Yes, but I don't think it's really worth a watch. Like I watched oh. it because I thought it would have more of a connection but it's really far removed from from X-Men it's just it just happens to follow a few mutants and their story. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah.
0: Well, whatever look they can't win all of them right <laughs> and you, i assume you can try you can I, I assume new mutants was a sony movie
2: oh that's a good question
0: probably yeah if it was that's why uh, <laughs> the only good sony movies that come out in the marvel universe are deadpool and that's because ryan reynolds is awesome in everything shout out to ryan reynolds fan of the show uh and the spider-man series but that's because it's also tied in with the proper mcu and kevin feige has a hand at it shout outs to kevin feige also a fan of the show (laughs) (laughs) i'm really hoping that
1: we see the uh the other two toby mcguire and andrew garfield return the next uh in no way home
0: oh they've, they've it's been confirmed we'll see them
1: oh yeah well, it's been confirmed for Tobey Maguire. Andrew Garfield has been really quiet about the whole thing, but um, I was reading this uh, this post the other day about how Tobey Maguire went out to like just some park wherever they were filming, and he was taking pictures with fans and just straight up telling them that he was going to be in the movie. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good. I mean, hopefully none Long of that. Shit what's does. Uh, what's, what's Tobey
0: Maguire even even doing these days anyway? That's like of no, course he's telling everybody anything. he's in the movie. He hasn't had any publicity <laughs> since. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's been. <laughs> doing I don't remember the, the last, last thing I saw Toby Maguire in. I saw him in The
1: Great Gatsby. He was the most recent thing I think I've seen him in.
0: Yeah. I haven't even seen that. It's not bad. It, it's pretty good, but I the book is better. I don't know. I read that book for for English one year, and let me tell you, I was not impressed.
2: Oh, uh, he was um, the narrator in Boss Baby. That was the last <laughs> thing he was in.
0: Oh. Okay he was yeah. he was big, big ups to toby Maguire and uh you know the narrator <laughs> and boss baby hell yeah but yeah toby no aside, Maguire, from, fantasy,
2: aside you know? the great
1: ones have fallen <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah aside from that the great gaspy was the last big thing he did in 2013. whatever
0: it's toby Maguire. he's he's got he's got big plans now he's gonna be he's great. apparently he gonna be in
2: Babylon. so huh.
0: Hey, we're we're way off topic here this is <laughs> yeah we're talking about mario
2: Let's go back to Mario.
0: <laughs> Chris Pratt. Mario. Um, interesting selection for Luigi. Charlie Day.
2: Yeah. I mean, like, I like me some Charlie Day. So I'm kind of curious what that, what he's going to add to the movie.
0: I'm hoping he brings that Charlie Day flair. That high-pitched. That high-pitched voice. Yeah. Voice of his. Uh, Jack Black as Bowser. See, I like
2: that... it. I like,
1: in Donkey Kong's casting. I think that they did a good job with those two. I think that Jack Black is going to do an awesome job. I think he's just a great voice actor, anyway. But playing, yeah,
2: kind he's of got like a, a good voice. Yeah, and I think that I think
0: he's going to be a good fit for this role. Yeah, I can see that. And and same with Donkey Kong. Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. That's um, awesome.
2: I can definitely I can get yeah. behind. Him. He's just going to add that like stoner flair to Donkey Kong.
0: Well, I mean, it's it's a Nintendo movie, so there's going to be no stoner anything mushrooms are mushrooms are okay though in Marvel. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah
2: that's true yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah mushrooms though what do you guys think of the casting choice for toad keegan michael key, key. Yeah.
2: yeah so i'm a i'm a good key and peel fan so i don't mind seeing jordan Peele or keegan michael key in anything um but yeah as toad i could i guess i could kind of see it I wish I he think had a weird, character with a bigger role. Sorry?
1: Actually, like, same thing as what you just said. I think that it's just strange that he is Toad. And we had discussed a, a little earlier before we started the episode that um, I think that it would almost make more sense if Charlie Day um, was Toad instead. let keep going. We'll be back in a sec. Hold on. All right. Okay. Go on, but, Ryan. Um, I don't know. I just, like, again, I think it's, I think it's weird that he's just toad right like it just i don't know it doesn't seem like it's a like a fitting casting choice for him at yeah
2: least, like
1: to just be that much of a side character like toad doesn't even talk
2: yeah exactly i didn't even know if toad's supposed to have like a gender or anything like that or if it's just well there I isn't a at,
1: at mario party but i don't know the only thing i've ever seen in, in any of those games uh for a toad to do is just like screen basically
2: <laughs> yeah yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm just hoping it's not going to be one of those, Um, like I was mentioning earlier in uh, Men in Black International, um, I'm going to butcher his name, but uh, Kumal uh, Nanjit playing, um, I don't even know what the character's name is, but that little, uh, he plays like a little alien that's just kind of like a, a side um, comedic relief character in the movie. And he just, like, it just feels too f- forced and the jokes he says aren't that funny um and he's he's clearly just there to be kind of like the comedic relief like they couldn't get um um what's his name the short dude kevin hart yeah him like it just it just feels like one of those roles you hand off to people just to be comedic relief you know and while i know keegan michael key would would be excellent in comedic relief i just I keep hoping to see him in something a bit more involved.
1: For sure. I'm totally in agreement with you there. So the way that uh, like you said, all this almost makes me think that um, like this movie is going to be kind of an ensemble movie. It's not necessarily going to be like, like a, what we see in the Mario games where it's just, yeah, Luigi running around and completing these tasks. Like it's going to be Mario, Luigi, uh, Peach probably wouldn't be there because she's quite literally just a plot device in, in the series, but you think that the, like, uh, toad is going to follow them around and like, it'll be the three of them going and doing all this together
2: i'm getting i'm getting kind of like wreck it ralph vibes from this to be honest Oh yeah. um and like it'll it'll be kind of like an adventure movie where maybe mario sets out and just kinds of runs into these characters here and there like i know that these are big names being cast but i wouldn't be surprised if some of these guys had maybe like I don't know, one or two lines, and it mostly focuses on Mario. Um, See,
1: I agree with that 100%, and that's exactly what I was expecting for Donkey Kong. I think he's just going to be, like, midway through the story, they're going to run into him. Um, It's going to be, like, a minor problem in the exposition, and then they're going to solve that and move on towards Bowser, which will be the climax. Yeah. I I agree. Yeah, exactly. Donkey Kong is going to just be like in there for maybe five minutes type of thing just to provide character development or something for our three, uh, protagonists, I suppose.
2: Yeah. Especially with like Fred Armisen playing cranky Kong is like, I, I'm personally not super familiar with cranky Kong as a character, but I know that Fred Armisen is um, someone who cameos a lot and doesn't really generally have huge roles in things. Like, there are some things he obviously stars in and whatnot, but, you know, like, you know, he's just kind of a guy who... I don't know if he's, like, a producer of things he's involved in, but he he always makes his way in comedy movies um, or TV shows, and he just kind of shows up as, like, a scene and then just leaves. So, right. Melipnos from Broken Nine-Nine, yeah.
0: Uh, to answer your question, Cranky Kong is technically the original Donkey Kong. So, the Donkey Kong from, like, the 80s that throw Throwing Barrels at Mario, that's uh-huh. who Cranky Kong is.
2: Oh. oh okay.
0: Yeah. And then Donkey Kong, as we know today... Seth Rogen's Donkey Kong is like the newer version of Donkey Kong. That's, that's Cranky Kong's uh, grandson, son. Okay, the, the one that's like, okay. like that. uh, Donkey Kong. Yeah, our Donkey Kong is now more modern Donkey Kong. Cranky Kong is the original Donkey Kong. Okay, I didn't know that. Ah,
1: so oh,
2: maybe little, there's going to be some. So do you think they're going to be two different characters in this movie or they're going to be like a sort of timeline going on here with the movie?
0: Well, they are two different characters, so why wouldn't they be?
2: Oh, okay. Oh, I Cranky didn't know Kong, that. Yeah, okay. I thought Cranky, it was. So Donkey I it Kong was... as
0: we know it and Cranky Kong are two different Donkey Kongs. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, so, like I said, Cranky Kong is is the old nineteen eighty th- arcade throwing barrels at Mario Donkey Kong. Hmm. Yeah, and then the right. Seth Roger
1: is yeah. like a Donkey Kong Country, like going on adventures with Diddy Kong kind of thing.
2: Yes, that's that Donkey Kong. Two different Kongs. Have they released anything for the art style of this movie? Or I don't even know or... what they're
0: doing. Like is I'm it gonna sure it, be like a proper animated movie with like Nintendo? Yeah, characters it, it is it is, or, is animated.
1: It's not live action.
0: Or is this gonna be okay, I was gonna say, or is this gonna be like a like I a almost mo, want mo- to mo-cap see live action likeness kinda
2: you Because I, I mean? would like
1: to see mocap I, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. I really don't think we're gonna get that with
2: the- <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely not going to be any. Um... No, there'll be there'll
0: be there'll be instances where you see him kind of just off screen, bringing something to his face and pulling it away. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know what it is. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, and uh, I heard they also had the um, original Mario um, voice actor, uh, the guy who voices him in just about everything, uh, cameo. Charles in the Martinet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. And I, one of the, you know, one of the comments I've read online is like, if they have him, why not? I don't know. Like, I get that Chris Pratt is a proper actor or something and uh, voice actor, but um, I've heard a lot of talk about people wanting the uh, OG voice to be the actual Mario voice. Yeah. I,
0: no, we're okay. He's, he's like, the game voice. But fun fact about uh mr martinet um did you know he was also parthenax in the elder scrolls 5 really I like i remember the dragon, the dragon on top of the mountain where you where you visit the graybeards he's like the Holy the shit. graybeard secret oh, yeah well, no idea. yeah that was that was also uh mr martinet that's crazy, man. That's such a difference in voice. Like that is that is undoubtedly talent. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent talent.
2: Yeah, that's something I find insane about voice actors is that like it's a whole different level um, to being you know a live action uh, star where you can really make these characters come to life just with something as simple as a voice. <clears throat>
1: Absolutely, like, and some people
2: have really good doing. ranges.
1: Mm-hmm. It's sort of like something I'm worried about with this movie. It's just whether or not the entirety of the cast is going to hold up as voice actors. It's like the majority of them are, uh, at least from the ones I know, quite good actors. But um, not a lot of them we've seen do a ton of uh, voice acting work. Like Chris
0: Pratt, especially personally. Well, that one time he was a Lego guy. Yeah, and he did a yeah. good job. So he's definitely he's a voice. He's a a voice acting master at this point now because of the Lego movie Of course. yeah, personally, I kind of
2: (laughs) personally, I can kind of see that like they slap these big names onto this just because whether the movie is good or bad, like it might not be on the, on the level of the first Lego movie or anything, but they got big actors and that's going to bring the crowds in to watch the movie for
0: sure. Well, Kevin Michael Richardson, who is the voice of Kamek, um, Or Kamek, or however you want to go with that, is a big uh, a a big deal in the voice acting community. He's in so much shit. Mm -hmm. Um, Is he on the IMDb? I'll be able to if my computer will load all of a sudden.
2: Yeah, is is he in? um, Is he the guy that voices Coltrane in Gears of War? It's quite possible because I think the name is really familiar. I'm also trying to open this IMDb link, but for some reason it's being super slow.
0: (laughs) There we go. Let's see. He's done such things... Okay, so... And we can use this as a point for later. In Invincible, he's the Mauler Twins. Oh! Oh. Cool. Ha ha. Yeah. But he's been in F is for Family, Masters of the Universe, American Dad, Simpsons, Robot Chicken, like... It, the list goes on and on and on. He's been in so much. He was in much oh, Jesus, yeah. Family Guy, Teen Titans. <laughs> like, this man has serious credentials.
2: No way, you're not kidding, huh? Wow. I'm I'm not kidding.
0: You can scroll on. Scroll as far as you like, and it'll just keep fucking going. Um, So, like, they, they do have professional voice actors, not just... Not okay, just yeah. That's what, yeah, yeah, okay. That's good. I mean, Jack Black, I'm pretty sure, will have no trouble at all, because he's done tons of shit, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. He's done a lot of... Yeah. Well, like Kung Kung Fu Panda... Kung Through Panda. No, Kung Kung Fu Panda Panda. 1 through 3. As well as he was in the latest uh, Psychonauts game that just released not long ago. Mm -hmm. That's right.
2: Yeah, personally, I think he's the only one that I don't see being like i don't know i just can't picture bowser with his voice oh yeah i would say kevin michael richardson's voice would be would be what i would think of a bowser as Mm, the that's that's fair yeah Yeah. that's
0: something deep but we haven't seen this side of jack black he could have something we don't even know on the way i don't think it's gonna be i don't (laughs) i don't think it's just gonna be jack black as bowser like just jack black as jack black but as bowser
2: we'll see yeah that's that's what i was worried about because Chris Pratt people kind of revere as just, you know, the he, he plays the same character in everything. That's some of the comments yeah. that I read online as well. Especially uh, Charlie since, Charlie since Day's when? sorry? Since when? Uh,
0: the, the the earliest I remember Chris Pratt is Parks and Rec. And then from Parks and Rec all of a sudden he got big doing MCU stuff and then the Tomorrow War and, and other yeah. snippets he's been in. Not once have I seen the same character transfer from one to the
2: other. Well, apparently that's the big criticism that he that he has following him. I I personally don't really follow Chris Pratt enough to notice. Um, but it's, someone like Charlie Day as Luigi, Charlie Day's got an, a pretty iconic voice well, that he, yeah. that he <laughs> always goes with, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same with Seth Rogen. I feel like um, Keegan Michael Key, maybe a little bit as well. So I don't know. I, I kind of expect them to just be themselves in this movie. I mean, well, in said, the though, instance
0: of Jack Black as Bowser, I hope not.
1: Yeah, but he also has a ridiculous vocal range because of his singing career yeah. as well. Yeah, so.
0: that's true. It is
1: very possible that it might not even be recognizable. Really, his uh, his voice as Bowser.
2: Yeah. It's yeah, I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm going to hold off any kind of judgments, positive or negative. Um, until i actually see the movie and see how it all plays out
1: i'm fully expecting this movie to be ass but i'm gonna see it anyway
2: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> there is a there's a good chance this movie is just gonna suck but yeah. I, i'm with you on that one i will see it regardless <laughs> yeah I, just, I don't know what they're
1: gonna do with this i mean the last mario movie that we got was atrocious that thing was it was a war crime truly but <laughs> <This>
2: movie... <laughs> sorry
1: i think this movie at least should be better i would imagine just simply because it's animated i think that that gives them a leg up already on the
0: previous uh mm-hmm. super bros movie 1993 was when we had the super mario brothers uh, and I the tagline tag on the poster is this ain't no game <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Bob Hoskins as Mario. And Bob Hoskins, I'm trying to remember what the fuck else I've known him for. Oh, who framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, okay. Yeah. was the main guy in Who who Framed Roger Rabbit. So, yeah. And then we had John Leguizamo as Luigi. That's not a name I recognize at all.
2: Yeah, me neither. John Leguizamo? What do you mean? Huh. You've seen John Wick? I'm good with faces, not so much names.
0: You've seen John Wick, yes or no?
2: Yes.
0: Yeah. So you know the guy who owns the auto shop? Oh, Uh, where his car gets taken to? That's John Leguizamo. Okay. And that's and and that is a fraction, a fraction of what this man has done. This man has been in everything. He was in Moulin Rouge. He was in Spawn. He was in a really shitty comedy from the nineties called The Pest. And he was in. in, um... He was in The Mandalorian. He was Gore Koresh in
2: episode nine. And he was in the yes. Skyline movie, I think. Was that it? Oh, yeah. recently seen him. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have seen that series of movies, Skyline. Was um, that
0: with, uh, what's his name? from uh, Frank Grillo? Grillo? Frank Grillo, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah he's, he's in the, yeah, Frank Grillo's in the second one. Oh, no, you know what I'm thinking of? I'm that thinking of, me. I'm thinking of that movie um, that uh, it was something like everything turned to night, and the night just kind of swallowed the world uh that's that's the movie i'm thinking of that that this guy is in i cannot remember the name of it for the life of me but how long ago was this Ooh, this would have been like 2010 i think well since i'm here no, no I'm the... there it is yeah the vanishing on 7th street i think is what it was called oh that's a really obscure where title. it was i don't know if you, yeah i don't know if you guys are familiar with the crocatoa the it was an uh a settlement along california or something that just mysteriously just, disappeared. just fucked off just gone yeah, yeah in american history and it it it's kind of like a like a it, it takes itself as a sequel to that and it ex- tries to explain what happened to the settlements based on this movie in the modern world and it's 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 like a thriller where it's just people trying to survive in this world where the shadows are slowly creeping up and swallowing them alive okay but I think he's, yeah, I think he's the main star and that's the movie that I'm thinking of. And Hayden Christensen's in it too. Wow. Oh, hmm. all right. That's something You're I didn't know. It's been this. so long since I've seen yeah. that movie.
0: More, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking right. of video game movies, if we're done with this. Yeah, yeah I, would I would say, we yeah, really
2: I think so. Mario I
0: a, uh, I, we've all recently more or less seen free guy. Yep. yep. I'm not going to lie. It was a lot better than I ex- had expected. Me too. I mean, mm. I didn't go in with any real expectation, um, but didn't really know what they were trying to do with this movie. And then once you kind of piece it together and you figure out what's actually going on, um, I kind of liked it a bit, uh, a bit weird in places, but uh, yeah. not it was, I liked it. Yeah. I it agree.
2: definitely had its, it definitely had like a distinct humor to it. Um, I, I liked uh, certain members of the cast. I liked that um, Steve Harrington from, um, uh, Keery. stranger things what's his name yeah joe kiri joe kiri yeah i i didn't expect to see him in it i honestly didn't even watch a trailer for this movie and i didn't know what the main cast was aside from uh I'm not certain. Ryan Reynolds.
0: He was in any of the trailers. The only trailers I've ever seen are more or less with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. So kind of surprised. Free City.
1: Once they showed in the theaters, I don't think we ever saw him in it. At least not that I can remember. I mean, I had no idea until he showed up for the first time in the uh, uh, like office building that he was even in the movie at all.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then um, I also didn't think that. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but the 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 player character woman and the real life chick, I forget her name. They're the same actress, right?
0: Yeah, just with a uh, costume on.
2: And the accent. Is she is she like Australian in real life or British? Um, Well, I'm here. I don't know. I'll find out. Because I felt it was a pretty convincing one.
0: Yep, yeah, she's from Liverpool.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, that was a pretty convincing accent. So I was like, oh, damn, like she's got some range to her um <laughs> and then like not to mention um what's his face being in it the the one that taika waititi yeah, yeah. oh yeah being like the big villain of the the movie playing like a, I guess a spoiled brat in a way
0: that's kind of what, what i took away from it yeah it kind much. of reminded me a lot of like you guys seen grandma's boy uh
2: yeah. i don't think so what <laughs> you haven't seen a grandma's
0: lot. boy yeah well you have a lot of fucking homework to do, is all I'm saying. You this need is to a see movie from, Boy.
2: This is a movie from 2006, dude. <laughs> With a monkey. Ooh.
0: Look. Uh, okay. Anyway, he reminds me a lot of JP from Grandma's Boy. Ryan, have you not seen Grandma's Boy? I haven't, no. Oh, my God. How are we friends? <laughs> dude, I was like
1: seven. <laughs> it's
0: not my fault. <laughs> okay, no, that's... <laughs> That's fair, okay? That's fair. But like, <laughs> one of the greatest stoner gamer movies of all time. It is a, a um, oh, what is the word I'm looking for? It's a Happy Madison production. It's got oh, Rally oh. Hovert, uh, Peter Dante, of course, Kevin Nealon, Nick Swardson, uh Jonah Hill's in it, fuck's sakes, uh, mm-hmm. Joel David Moore, who's the guy from, uh, Joel David Moore is in uh, Avatar, as well as Bones, as well as this movie. Please we'll uh, tell me Cardellini,
1: that, uh, Adam Sandler is in this to some extent, then. He is not. He is not. He definitely it is. It is it.
2: What has his production company even been doing? Like, I haven't seen a Happy Madison production in a while.
1: Um, Uncut Gems came out last year, I think. And I don't think he's done anything since then. That was like his awesome... Well, I
2: mean,
0: uh, <laughs> I'm not certain Uncut Gems is a Happy Madison production.
1: No, or actually, yeah. yeah, I think you're right. I don't think it's a Happy Madison production, but it was. He was the executive producer, um, and he was the main character. I'm not sure if he was the director as well, but that movie was supposed to be his uh, attempt to add an Oscar win. But I don't Did he get know, it. No, he he didn't get it. I think he got. I don't. I think he lost to somebody that died that year. No. Oh. I don't remember. I just know that he didn't end up uh, winning the Oscar for the
0: movie. Wow.
2: Well, uh, looking well the at...
0: latest the latest that they've done was Hubie
2: Halloween. And yeah. The Wrong Missing oh, and yeah. something
0: called Murder
2: Mystery. Murder Mystery. Was that the one with David Spade?
0: That was the one with Jennifer Aniston and...
2: Oh, I didn't even watch that one. And Adam
0: Sandler, yeah.
2: Yeah, didn't he get a deal to make like six or so movies for Netflix? And...
0: Yeah. Sandy Wexler is another one. The Do-Over, Ridiculous 6.
2: I think the only one I enjoyed of them was the one with David Spade. The Do-Over, I think it was called. And that actually, the, That
0: one actually wasn't really all that bad. That was pretty good. Yeah,
2: the, and the Ridiculous 6, I just loved how stupid it was. Um, yeah, <laughs> It reminded
0: me of what old comedy movies were back in the day before PC Snowflake SJW culture hit the scene.
2: Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. the whole... Uh, the whole Bob Schneider playing like the Mexican guy with the 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 donkey is just like as a Mexican myself, I just i like for me, I love that, like or Rob Schneider, I think is his name, I think I said Bob, but
0: you know what those two are interchangeable Bob is short for Robert, Rob is also short for Robert oh, that's Bob a good Schneider point work yeah that's a good point, yeah, but I just.
2: I just love his my burro <laughs> <laughs> He's
0: not even Mexican. He's like half you no. and, and I like know half white.
2: And and he straight up put on like brown face too. Like he had like a brown <laughs> like yeah. amber. The, yes, yeah. I've seen it. it.
0: I have not sorry, what? Vanilla, vanilla Ice, ice all... he said? Yeah. I didn't know vanilla ice was in that. Was How he the you?
2: was he was he the one at the wedding? Was, 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 there was a wedding scene, right? So basically
1: movie? his he has a kid with a teacher that's uh like i don't know ends up going to jail because he was like a, a high school student or something and he never really like meets this kid until he's getting married and uh then he's essentially like going to try and break up a marriage because she's cheating on him or something like that so he meets up with all of his old friends from high school and uh one of them is Vanilla ice. And it, it's it's not a great movie. It really isn't. But it's it's entertaining and it's pretty funny. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, say I either. think I
2: remember. I think I remember seeing it, but I don't. I didn't think much of it. I don't even know if I finished it.
1: Oh yeah, there's, um, there's only a couple memorable scenes. But I mean, there... I
0: I lost a lot of faith in Adam Sandler. Um, yeah, like right somewhere between. Oh, I don't even know where where it would have started. Hotel Transylvania and Hmm. Jack and Jill. Yeah, (laughs) Jack and Jill was so
2: stupid. The (laughs) Al Pacino Cappuccino. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. And then um Grandma
0: and Grandma's boy. He is he is the range. He can play any character. Yeah, but you know what? You haven't even seen Grandma's Boy, so you don't even know. Huh. You don't even fucking know. These are just predictions. These are theories. You guys, you guys, you can't predict or theorize something I've seen. I know almost all the dialogue in that movie. Whoa. It is (laughs) is one of my favorite movies of all time.
2: All right. Well, I I wrote it down. I'm adding it to my list of... Every time we we have one of these episodes and we talk about movies, and you're surprised we haven't seen when I write it down. (laughs) Just so I don't disappoint you in the future. (laughs) Every episode, there's all... (laughs) Yes,
0: there's always something Ollie hasn't seen. Or you, for that matter. Holy crap. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty bad for that, too. Uh, You know, it's funny. I would have thought for sure you would have seen Grandma's Boy. I'm not surprised Ollie hasn't. (laughs) I live under a rock. You do (laughs) kind of live under a rock. I've only seen, like, a
1: handful of stoner classics. Um, Like, obviously, Pineapple Express,
0: but everybody's seen that movie. Oh, Has yeah. everybody seen that movie, Ollie? Have you seen? I have. You I know I, what Pineapple
2: Express. Is? I've seen it like four times. Yes, I've seen <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, okay, good.
1: Okay. Um, I've seen Friday, uh, all the Harold and Kumar movies. Like I don't know, just the. Did the- you
2: watch the Christmas one? Yeah. Yeah, because the Christmas one I couldn't get through. But anyways, it was oh, a totally tough watch. Much.
1: Yeah, that one well, wasn't great. It definitely was my least favorite out of them. But I've still seen all. Yeah. Of them twice.
2: Yeah, I do like. I do like hey, the music. Like, so. Dazed and Confused. I don't think I've seen that, Ryan. Oh fuck!
1: I feel like I watched it with Brooklyn, like a year. It and half ago. It is an older
0: movie. It is an older movie. Uh, oh,
2: serious. Nineteen ninety-three.
0: Wow. Yeah, dude. Serious cast. Though. Matthew
2: McConaughey, Ben Affleck. Uh huh. Sorry, I'm just opening it up. What is uh? What happens right in now? Movie?
1: This it sounds really familiar, and I'm pretty sure I it's, have.
0: It's like summer, summer in the '70s, and it's about teenagers Te- and parties and getting. Oh, and- yep. Yeah. I love that movie. That was such a good movie. Party I remember. The Moon Tower. Yeah. That's where that's where Matthew McConaughey's fucking. Uh, what was that? What's that line? He's. Oh, it's got Mila Jovovich, oh, too. Right. You know, yeah, that and the. You know what I like about high school girls? I get older <laughs> and they stay the same age. Oh, my gosh. There's so many You got any beers? No. Be a whole lot cooler if you did. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay, adding that to
0: yeah. the list. Oh man, okay, yeah, that's a that is a good one. If if I mean, I would prefer if you watch Grandma's Boy because it's definitely more stupor, stupor, stupid, stupid stoner, qu- <laughs> stupid stoner quality. Um, whereas like Dazed and Views is like it's an actual film. It's a real story. It's not. <laughs> it's not Grandma's Boy. It's a yeah. real story. It is a really like good story. based on true events. I don't know about based on true events, but it's it's a it's a wicked watch. It really is. Yeah. Definitely added to the list. Oh, holy fuck. I can't believe you guys haven't seen that. Have uh All you, right. you guys have seen, I'm not
1: gonna let this go. <laughs> you guys have seen Ready Player One, though, right? Yes. Of course. Okay. So back to like the topic of the yeah, guy, because we were talking about that very briefly. Yeah. I was very gonna say briefly, we, yeah. that was a
2: big tangent we did. <laughs>
0: we we derailed yet again.
1: <laughs> but I I would almost compare it to uh, i would compare free guy more to ready player one than most other video game adaptations just simply for like the being able to rewatch it and instead of watching the plot develop you can pay attention to background stuff and catch different things that you wouldn't have seen your first one to three watches like there's so many references to just pop culture stuff in both of those movies that
0: did you catch yeah. a lot of it? Because I, on my first watch, because uh, I'm probably going to watch this again in the next couple of days, um, I didn't really catch too much. Yeah, I definitely did. Player for... one, It was toned down
1: quite a bit, but there were a lot of yeah. more subtle things. Um, Obviously, like, the end fight scene where he's putting out all the different weapons and all of that, like... That one's much more obvious, so is, like, the Scorpion tank driving down the street and stuff like that. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but then there's, like, the the other stuff that happens, like, certain vehicles that you see in some of the garages are iconic, uh, like, video game or movie vehicles and stuff like that. And then just, like, certain scenes, like the the Matrix uh, scene that they did where they drive out the window on the motorbike.
2: Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for me the, the vibe I got the most from it was GTA. Um I just felt like it was GTA online to like crank you know two eleven oh, kind of thing. Yeah, definitely yeah. that. And then I think there's like I don't know, I, I used to play this one MMO game called uh, APB Reloaded and it was kind of um it, yeah, I know basically. That game. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a GTA kind of clone ish.
0: Yeah, um, it didn't do very well. Yeah, I know. It I remember but, it was hot for like what felt like 10 seconds and then all of a sudden just fell apart
2: oh yeah 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 but i remember when yeah, that came out
0: yeah yeah no go on man. Sorry, i didn't mean to
2: no that's all right um <laughs> i think that was pretty much my thought i zoned out there <laughs>
0: yeah i mean i didn't catch a lot of video game references apart from the obvious um i did have a chuckle at how many different cameos there were from streamers and shit oh, i kept yeah. chuckling and, and my wife was like i'm I guess, didn't understand. I mean, I was actually impressed. She knows who Ninja is. Really? Huh. And my wife, uh, for those of you listening, is not gamer affiliated by any stretch. But when she was like, that's Ninja, right? And I'm like, what? What? You know who he is? Like, <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 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 I, <heard> I would not all <laughs> of a sudden.
2: Yeah, and I, I really appreciated the Channing Tatum scene, um, oh my where, God. <laughs> where it's that, like, nerdy arcade guy from Stranger Things being him in real life. And, yeah! Like, yeah! Talking to his mom, I think, yelling about how she's going to get traumatized if she touches that sock or something like that. <laughs> like. <laughs> Oh my god! Like I just, I, I just love Channing Tatum in that, and in the, the very beginning, like I thought that was Channing Tatum, but it wasn't until that, that second scene where they're um, actually talking the, in his warehouse. Yeah, in yeah. the warehouse, that, uh, <laughs> that I was like, oh, that is Channing Tatum! Holy shit!
0: He's a funny guy.
2: Yeah, I like him a lot.
0: He can. Me too. There needs to be more of him and Ryan Reynolds together in movies. Like, we need a buddy cop movie. Oh, I agree. Ooh.
2: Well, I mean, I want more Twenty One Jump Street. I don't know if that's been.
0: Well then, put Ryan Shot Reynolds in Twenty Three Jump Street.
2: Yeah, oh, that'd be great. <laughs> he can well, be it's... the new
0: captain. <laughs> Ice Cube can move on. They can just. Have, well, I guess have Ryan Reynolds
2: on. is gonna is gonna be in the next Hobbs and Shaw or whatever. He was he had a small role in the first one, and it seemed like they opened it up to him being in the second one.
0: You know what? Let's cut away to that real quick here. You both, I know you have. You just brought it up, Ryan. You've seen Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. I've seen all of them except for the newest Fast
1: and Furious movie, which I probably won't watch.
0: Well, I'm specifically Hobbs and Shaw with The Rock and Jason Statham.
1: Yeah, I've seen that.
0: Okay. Um, does anybody know who the actual bad guy in that is? is? Am I the only person who thinks it's actually Ryan Reynolds'
2: character? That's what I thought the whole movie, that because he was somehow involved in it.
0: Whenever you hear that the whatever discombobulated voice... When it pans into like a normal voice tone, I swear I heard Ryan Reynolds' voice in that. And I'm not the only one. My wife also heard it. Mm. And so I'm wondering, is he, is he playing them somehow? Is he going to be the big, the, is he the actual big bad and we just don't know it?
2: Well, the thing that I'm wondering about is that would they really use the actor they're planning to reveal in a later movie as that like voice? I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was just some random person doing it right now because, you know, there have been movies and TV shows where they've done that in the past. It's just a placeholder. Like with Thanos in the MCU, right? Yeah, that's well, true. Well, right, because
0: Josh, Josh Brolin wasn't originally Thanos. Yeah. And
1: he even had, like, drastically different designs throughout the huh? like yeah. cameos that we saw him in end credits scenes. Like, he he used to be so purple and, like, bright purple, too.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, <completely laughs> like, like
0: Crunchberry the- purple. like.
2: Yeah, and yet he had that like square, square, flat jaw to him. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, he definitely looked more like comic esque from the first. Uh, I think two times we saw him in the credit scenes.
2: Yeah, yeah, but I think so too. I
1: prefer the way that he ended up looking um, in Infinity War and Endgame. I think I think it just works better for like the overall atmosphere of the franchise, but. Yeah, definitely definitely could see something like that with Ryan Reynolds. I also just want to see how he is as like a like a big villain in a franchise. So have we really mm-hmm. seen him play large villain roles?
2: No, and I think we had the same discussion when we were doing Keanu Reeves back a few episodes ago. Where there's just yeah. some people that you just can't really picture playing a villain but would love to see as a villain.
0: Well, I mean Keanu Reeves was a villain. No, yeah. I
2: I know. And we we brought that up last time. I'm just saying like um you know, we were we were discussing people that um, that we can't picture as a villain, and I was well, surprised to hear that Keanu Reeves was one.
0: Technically, Ryan Reynolds was a villain in that Wolverine movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even bring <laughs> that up. <laughs> he,
2: he killed himself in that, didn't he? Yeah, in Deadpool. He in Deadpool too. He killed himself. He killed that version of himself. Yeah. yeah. So well, so bad. Changes nothing.
0: Movie exists. It's on the internet. It is around for yeah
2: For Ryan Reynolds, both Green Lantern and Weapon X.
0: Honestly, though, I would yeah, like but... to
1: see a true villain role, because I feel like he has the range in acting to do it, but because he's just such a good actor, and he's such a staple now, he only plays the same roles in all of his movies.
2: Yeah, he's always, he's very comedic. In like like Hitman's bodyguard, if you guys have seen that, like that's Absolutely. basically the character he he plays in in like everything I've seen him in lately. But I I still can't get enough of it. Like I Definitely. just I like the characters that he plays. You know that's what I would point. like to see him do? What I'd like to
0: see him in a serious serial killer role. Mm-hmm. Okay, that'd be interesting. I think he could pull off a. I don't want to and say psychotic, I, not like, not like raging psychotic, but like a seriously disturbed.
1: Yeah. Seriously I think disturbed. he could do a, a good job as like a, like a proper psychopath.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I, back to free
1: guy for a second here. I just, I think a lot of his character in the movie kind of, um, like the, the, the lines that he had in the comedy that he was using was, it, it sort of felt out of touch. I want to say with like the first half of the movie, it didn't really feel like it fit, and it was just like they shoehorned him into the role because he's a good actor. And I mean, it dissipated as the movie went on. But for the first half of the movie, I really felt that uh, that the, the the joke seemed a little bit forced.
2: Yeah, I yeah, I'd agree. With touch. That. Yeah, it wasn't until um, it wasn't until he started to become self aware that I felt like the movie really picked up.
1: Yeah, I agree. Mm
2: -hmm. Um, yeah and especially once you got to like the the latter half of the movie i felt i felt that's where most of what i enjoyed was was there in that movie but i i did kind of feel like the first stretch of it was like pretty weird i mean it had its weird moments throughout the movie like i i mean the whole what do they even call um the other free guy that was like jacked to all shit dude the dude yeah yeah and like like that was pretty weird but but um i i enjoyed that scene and i think we were talking about um little references and whatnot from pop culture uh, earlier and that was the scene where i saw most of it that i recognized because you know i think they they pulled out lightsabers and uh i think there was an energy sword at one point but i can't really remember there There's was a, a gravity gun that.
0: from Half Life. Yeah, yeah, guns, the
2: weapon. Yeah, it, that's right.
1: Uh, the portal guns from Portal.
2: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: I feel like that's like really the bulk of most of the references that I got. But then again, I wasn't looking around for anything when watching it. I was more focused on what was happening in front of me.
2: I kind, I kind of was looking out, but what I picked up the most was like I don't know if you guys saw some of the advertisements that would be on like buildings, like fake stores in in the movie. Like I think there was like one advertisement for like a bank that was just like, we are a real bank. We totally won't steal your money or something like that on the advertisement. <laughs> and it was it was saying something akin to like, but we really will steal your money. Like this is a scam. Like I don't so think I just, noticed a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, didn't it, that one. I think it was one of the scenes when he walked by the store owner being robbed. I think that was it was around there. There was just like a poster in the window saying something like that. And there was quite oh, yeah. a few of them. I just can't remember all the different ones, but but I felt it had that like that nice humor to it.
1: Definitely yeah, you a movie you'll have to watch just to, like with the intention of going and trying to pick out the references.
2: Yeah. It's exhausting Almost, to do that.
0: As far as video game movies go with uh, an exorbitant amount of references, I think Ready Player One as well as Bracket Ralph did it really well. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Like there was a ton of fan service
1: uh, in in all of that. Especially Ready Player One. They they went out of their way to provide fan service in that movie.
0: Well, which I kinda wish they would have thrown some of that same effort in Free Guy. I mean apart right. from like I said, apart from that fight with the dude and maybe a few other things here and there, I didn't get a whole lot of video game reference. As much as I was expecting anyway. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm willing to bet it was it was mostly things with when the the UI popped up when he put on the goggles. Like scenes like that, I think were most where most of those hidden references were, but they lasted yeah. so short. I didn't even notice anything.
1: It does kind of seem like that. Maybe that's why we're all sort of like in in agreement with the the vibe of the movie kind of being a little off. And it could honestly just be because we didn't uh, catch as many of the references as we expected going into a movie like this. Yeah i definitely would have thought that they would have done their absolute best to fill up on as much as they could but in that regard it did feel like it was just sort of meant to be shipped out to the masses for like making money right
2: well especially with having all those streamers cameo which i did feel a little bit cringed out with some of the scenes um when streamers were talking about free guy and whatnot but uh, i mean Yeah. yeah i think it just happened too frequently like
1: did it once or twice it probably would have been fine but every like integral event that guy went through in the movie was essentially documented by these streamers and i just i just think that they they appeared a little often like the joke was good the first time the second time it was okay but after that it it, like it wasn't entertaining or funny anymore
2: yeah (laughs) yeah i agree
0: I did die with that Chris Evans scene. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He busts busts out the shield and he's like, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) I think a small part of me inside after he said that, I was like language. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah. I mean, all in all though,
2: it was a movie considering. Yeah,
0: it was, uh, it was pretty good. I went in with, again, I went in with zero expectation. Uh, and mm. I came out with a like it was it was decent.
2: There were definitely yep. times, though, that I, I wanted to see more of uh, more of the action sequences instead of just, um, you know, like at one point they were just when he was leveling up, they were doing like kind of a montage. And I don't know, I would have liked to see more of Ryan Reynolds and action scenes in that movie. Sometimes when they pulled to the real world with um, oh, what did you would you guys say Steve Harrington's name was? Joe, Joe Kiry, Yeah um i was just like oh god damn it we're back to this now i want to see more ryan Reynolds.
1: <laughs> yeah i agree and it did seem like they did that in a lot of uh like when when they were building up to something and then they would just kind of cut away and show the uh avatar perspective from the computer and uh, I, I wish that they would have just like kept the focus in the game more so when scenes like that would happen and they would just kind of cut away to the real world i thought it was a little out of place yeah yeah, uh,
2: yeah. It it made for the pacing to feel a little bit off, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I agree.
2: Yeah, but overall enjoyable movie, wholesome. Oh definitely. yeah,
0: definitely. Well, fuck. What are we running at runtime here? Oh, pretty decent. Well, I think uh, it's a safe place to cut off, unless there was something yep. else you wanted to oh, get on. I
2: think I think that's it.
0: Awesome. I think we can. Definitely uh, save more discussion for another day. Uh, and as always, down to the shout-out section. Shout-outs to uh, Matt the Rat over at House Productions. That's R-A-T-T-H-A-U-S dot net if you wanted to check us out at House Productions on the internet. Um, there's also other podcasts on there. I have some of them really old, some of them recent. Uh, who knows, you might find something good, but like i said shout out to matt the rat um you're you're making our show possible even if there's only like four people who listen and i'm one of them so <laughs> yeah, it's <a> good show. <laughs> yeah no it's it is a good show uh shout outs also to the twat fm family uh they've been getting slowly back into the swing of things and hopefully i will be on the next episode uh and hopefully we'll get that going in the next week or so um fear uh like i said you and mdi without you guys i would never have gotten into this business uh so shout outs to you um if anybody wants to find you on the internet ryan where can they find you very shortly i'm thinking
1: sometime late next week uh all the socials are going to be going up under uh the you tag synthetic um Uh and that will be hopefully um twitter instagram um Definitely, uh, Twitch or YouTube. I haven't really made my decision on streaming services yet. And then, uh, YouTube as well as just a, uh, profile.
2: Oh yeah.
0: Uh, Oliver, what about you, man?
2: Uh, on Instagram at Oliver dot H Ruiz, Oliver H Ruiz. Yeah. I think that's it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whatever. They'll find or, you. The yeah.
2: Or wherever you can find this, uh, podcast nerdy Nomicon. <laughs> that is fair. i'll I'll and get if, the message
0: <laughs> yeah no kidding uh if you wanted to find me personally, I'm at the real snering on Twitter or at Snurfin on the insta uh, and then you can also find us as a whole um as a as our podcast hole um that sounded kind of dirty um at nerdy Nomicron on both Twitter and instagram uh, please and visit can, my
2: podcast hole
0: yeah please <laughs> visit please visit our podcast hole. On the internet and tickle it (laughs) and subscribe. (laughs) Oh my god. We just lost all four of our. Yeah, including myself. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But that's been it. Until next time, guys. See ya. See ya.